So Mook, you you you, you said something about signing a prenup, right? When you get married, can you say that? I ain't got no money. What she gonna get? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get the kicks, nigga. That's it. shits is gone, bro. We played probably like eight, nine games. Oh, really? Shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah played for a while. So and it was like, I got a message in one league. It was like, yo, the league shut down this week because of uh, shut down indefinitely because of everything going on. Mm. <laughs> Because uh, they are, because at first we had got like, you know, when um Buddy Walsh was saying like there was the curfew on the city again, stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. like people used to be like reckless in the league because they'd be like, so obviously like, people wear masks and stuff like that. But like people were like still, they would say like, unless you're playing or like you're a part of the staff, you can't mm-hmm. come to the game. Because people like bringing mm-hmm. like people to the games and stuff like that. <laughs> like, the, the cheering like, so, section and stuff. Exactly. So, <laughs> because, but that's because like people in the the so there's a league Facebook page, and mm. then people in the league were like, because our team was undefeated and this other team was undefeated, and they were like, "Yo, everybody's got to be there Saturday at eight o'clock." Wow. And nobody was like, like, that's on the league officials. Was, that's not on because you know people are just gonna be people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta but have people like, enforcing that at the door. Because it's like an open forum on the Facebook page, so somebody posted it, but nobody yeah. ever took it down. And like the league commissioner wasn't like, "Yo, we cannot do that." <laughs> so so Madhead like, showed up, last, bro. There was like at least like I mean, it probably wasn't like Madhead. Like it was like it would be like a regular crowd for a game, but it was like mm-hmm. way too many people for what's going on right now. Like yeah. there probably was like no more than there probably was no more than like fifty people in the gym, but still. <laughs> 50 people in the gym is way more than you should probably have with everything going on. Yeah, for sure. So after that, he put a post. I was like, yo, you cannot bring anybody to these games, like, at all. Because, like, there was just mad people. And then what made it worse is, like, the dude on our team had got dunked on. And then people had ran on the court. Like, it was masses of people. And I was like, this is definitely not – (laughs) <laughs> see that's the thing social distance like that's what like that's the like, shit that like stops this thing like, stops right? from like you're playing ball and people forget like nah like there's still a pandemic going around like you can get hype but you can't storm the court right now exactly we had to stop the game for like 10 minutes to get everybody yeah, off the crazy. court and y'all like, really let somebody storm the court for getting dunked on that's so disrespectful that's yeah, so that's crazy, crazy. <laughs> I'm fighting. We have got I'm fighting, no cap. <laughs> I, I didn't get. I was. On, if it matters, I was on the bench at this point. So I, like, oh, I just had a, wild, a great, a great view of it. But yeah, the fans are disrespectful. That's crazy. But no bullshit. After you got dunked on, we went on like a 10-0 run and took the lead. Like we were down ten. <laughs> went on like actually it was more like a twelve, like twelve, fourteen zero run. We had taken the lead. So like literally right after it happened, like we went on a crazy run. I was like, yeah. bro, that shit didn't matter. That shit didn't mean anything. Yeah, it starts with the bench's reaction, though. So I know you made a crazy reaction, which, you know, then was like a domino effect. She's a master at this. No bullshit. No bullshit. I just know know Mook. I know Mook's reactions. No, no bullshit. Like, because I was in the heat of the moment of the game, like, I didn't react to it because obviously, like, like, we're still in the middle of this game right now. So, like, I didn't react like I would have if, like, it was just, you know, 
Like, if it was a blow-up, like, one of us was getting blown out, I would have reacted a lot differently yeah. than a close game. Yeah, that league got to get it together. But, like, on a smaller scale, when we was playing out in, um, what was it, Hanover? Yeah. I mean, it's just hard, bro, playing with a mask on. Sorry, you guys. Uh, that shit I, might played be with, I played with that mask over, bro. <laughs> tw- twice now, and then I ran a bunch with that mask. I actually like that mask a lot. Yeah. It, it's, it's actually a really solid, like, workout athletic mask until you have to start like breathing you're just like oh. yeah until you're like until you fuck up your breathing and you breathe through your mouth and you're like oh, and you can't catch your breath so you gotta take it off but like if you consistently like breathe the right way you're good when i ran into d i was done i was like yo i'm about to sit on the bench like fucking deandre bro and just call it a day yo no bullshit too one time i was hooping and i had a mask on but yeah. I wasn't playing with, like, one of those athletic masks on. I was playing with, like, one of those, like, regular, like, you know, the like. Flimsy, like, blue ones? No, <laughs> no, not even joints? that. I would have been oh. okay. It was, like, <laughs> one of those, like, um, um, like, the cloth mask or whatever like that. So, like, it's, you know, it's, like, the two side. Like, it was, like, you know, sewed and shit like that. So, I was mm-hmm. playing with that, right? But, like, it wasn't sewed down. So, like, if you can see, like, how the mask is, like, how it's, like, two parts of it. They're like obviously a tied at the top and the bottom. So it, once you start sweating, it was like I was being waterboarded or something like that. Because it was just like, it just kept sticking to my nose. I <laughs> just can't breathe. <laughs> Bro, I was legitimately drowning. That's wild. Drowning your own sweat. That's a way to go. Exactly. That shit is nasty. I was going through it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. What's up, D? You good? Yeah, man. He had a yeah, late dude. night last night. Yeah, no, he had a yeah. He was thinking about it. Thinking about what? You was thinking about last night. Last night. What about last night? Which you, whatever you got into. Night? Yeah. I was a good citizen last. I was a good citizen last night. I don't know what y'all talking about. I was a D was citizen. D was spacing out like, damn, that shit was good. <laughs> uh, nah, man, never that. Oh man! Never let them know it's good, bro. Come on, dude. I'm chilling, bro. Uh, some stuff did happen last night, but I'll leave that for off. I'll leave that for off air. Uh, don't know how to dissect it yet for on air. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with me, though. It's not, it's not my business. That's why I'm not saying it on air. If it was my Gosh. business. I would say it. But word. word. Um, nah, man. What's up with y'all, fellas? Man, crazy week, huh? Very. I only, I really only had two topics that I wanted to discuss, and, and we can, we can go either way. I wanted yeah. to discuss uh, Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. um, or obviously Storm of the Capitol. These insurrectionists, these terrorists. Yeah, let's let's oh, talk about let's talk about that first. But you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to. I gotta start with a joke though, because I'm like, yo, Sammy Sosa was up to something, bro. Like we we know why his he was bleaching. About? We know why he was bleaching his skin, bro. Because the same reason why Kanye was wearing a MAGA hat, yo. yo I was killing Kanye. Like, we 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 know why. Oh, we gotta talk about Kanye. Yo, too. yeah, we oh, got man. we gotta talk about Kanye. But I see I see oh, why I see why these dudes were up to that, man. Because up to Kanye? No, no, no. I'm oh, talking about oh, storming the Capitol. My fault. Because you can see where like, these heads at already. Yeah, these these on another one, but yeah. I mean, that shit is crazy, the fact that they were able to get into a federal building. Oh, like, set, I don't understand. Set, set, the, set, the, set the scene, all right? 
you bro, know, I, I can't even. I can't in even case you're not from I, America, or in case you're no, not every, even attention. D, D, everybody saw that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Everybody saw that shit. I'm just saying, you guys said it, said it properly, bro. So what's happening, bro? The Senate is the Senate was counting, uh, or the Electoral College was counting the votes. Yeah, yep. so they're certifying the Electoral College votes, um, which is just like a ceremonial procedure. You know, like the count's already been made, but like this is kind of like the procedure to confirm it. And what was it like a day before? Was it that day of? It Trump day had of. a day of. Trump had a um, an interview. Save America speech. Was that save Save America speech? Mm-hmm. Was it the day of or the day before though? The day of in the morning. The day of morning. he had said to people to go what I don't what are the words? He said to he go said, we're going to, to march to Capitol Hill peacefully. Yeah, peacefully, and- yeah. <laughs> it was like, yo. <laughs> and he he basically told all of his supporters go to the ride. Capitol House to uh to challenge the confirming of the Electoral College votes. And he said to support some people, but there are going to be some people there that we're not going to like. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yo, this dude is wild, bro. So he, he encouraged, regardless of what he said, he encouraged his supporters to go to the Capitol building to try and challenge the certifying of the votes. And what that then proceeded to cause was a bunch of domestic terrorists, right, yep. going to the Capitol building. And so many things happened. Let's, let's say, starting with just getting by police. For some reason, the Capitol they building, the gate. They, they, they got past the gate. The police, there's videos of police just letting people in. Whether that's exactly. just so, like, so that it's for safety reasons, so they don't get overran, or because they're actually just trying to let these people in for whatever reason. There's a lot of videos of that. They actually got into the Capitol building. Actually, let me take a step back, though, because that's, that's past. This... Yo, the moment the moment they start breaking windows and doors and shit, bro, like there should have been about sixteen thousand warning shots going off in that motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And the crazy thing is, um, who um who runs um DC? I forget what um the woman's name is, but she was she honestly couldn't even get her own um police force down there because it's a federal matter or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess um, Virginia had to send theirs up, help like somewhat diffuse the situation because the government was, oh God. No, I said, I thought there was a a point in time where um, people were saying that Trump needs to call the Coast Guards in and he wouldn't even pull the trigger on that. Yeah, that's what they were saying. It was the National Guard. The National Guards. Yeah, so they, they, the they made a request for the National Guard and it was initially denied, reportedly. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it gets denied by, but it was initially denied. And then later, I think when they saw that like the Capitol building was really stormed, that gunshots were fired, that there's reports of people being injured, then whoever approves that approved the National Guard to be deployed to, to DC, to the Capitol. So like, again, it's something where the guard could have been deployed earlier and maybe four people don't die and people don't get injured. But for whatever reason, they took their time deploying the guard and what happened happens. I don't and know. This, that says a lot. Save America speech, man. Not Are you reading he, it right now? Yeah. Not only does he constantly lie about the election, saying stuff like, how could Joe Biden get 80 million votes? Uh, the election wasn't even close. How could it be? 
No one voted for Joe. Uh, talks about the China virus, the scam of mail-in ballots. Uh, talks about weak Republicans. Talks about how the country is being taken away from them. It's, it is crazy. And not to mention... He, he undermines Mike Pence. He undermines Mitt Romney. Um, talks about how the media is not a free media. How it's, the media is the enemy of the people. Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with their hands tied behind their back. That's crazy. So let me let me ask you all this. Do you think when he says stuff like this, do you think he truly believes this? Or do you think he's just saying it because it feeds into the supporters that, that he has? I think he has to truly believe it at this point. I yeah. feel like if you lie, if you lie yeah. to yourself enough, you start to believe it. Like you think I, he, he knows like that he actually lost, but he's just trying to have enough support by kind of making these lies and making this stuff up. Yeah, I think even it. I think even before like politics and stuff, I mean, he just that's the dangerous thing, too, because he's just always been a walking contradiction and he's always had so much money. And to see him in this space running a country, that shit is dangerous, bro. So the he's definitely yeah. um, the dude is a grifter. So it's like it's hard to he's <laughs> yeah. a con man. He's like the best yeah, con man that I've seen, honestly. I don't know how he's gotten this far. He's like the best, but the worst. He's the con best man worst too. con man. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the best worst con man. He keeps failing upwards. Right. It's it's incredible. Um, yeah. but I would say I I wouldn't believe it, but the Central Park Five thing is what I keep coming back to. Oh yeah. Um, yep. and how he took out an ad trying to say trying to get them uh the death penalty. And people forget about that shit. And if that didn't happen, then I would I would have I would say, oh, he's just trying to rile a base. But to some degree, there has to be some screws loose, more than a couple screws loose up there. And there has to be some steep, some racism that he's speaking from. Um, he might not be like the traditional racist, you know, that people like uh, burning crosses on a, on a, on a hilltop side, you know, but he definitely, he definitely has his racist ideologies as we've heard over the four years. And, um, and, you know, he's also, I think he's also, um, whatever the term is to be like, you know, you hate poor people or whatever. He's a bigot. He's more of a bigot. Yeah. He's one of those too, you know, so. He, yeah. I mean, I think the thing with me is that he has like a history of documented experiences where he's done these things and said these things. And for whatever reason, whether it's because he's seen as different in the political world, whether it's because he's white, whether it's because he can kind of talk the talk for whatever reason, but like people continue to choose to ignore like factual video or, um, you know, like uh, scripts from his interviews and things like that. The evidence that says this is who he is. It's not what he is saying in this two minute, you know, clip afterwards. It's what he's done for the past. He's what, 70 something years old? Uh, late yeah. 60s yeah, like old. it's what he's done for his entire life but people choose to ignore his entire life of work of reports of interviews of things and then choose what he said in the past like five four and a half years five years just to get elected to be president like and that's what really bothers me that's what i can't understand yeah and that's where that's where i say the the just from a a persuasion standpoint Watching Trump is like, it's really interesting because like you seen him when he's when he came on after Joe Biden called for him to 
tell all the people to go home. He comes on, he says, you know, you guys are a really special group of people. We love you. You know, just just uh, go home. And it's like, that's all, at the end of the day, that's probably what I'm thinking is what they want to hear most, that they're special, that they love them. And then that that that's what it is. It's not, it's more so them opting into choosing that comfortability of, of living in their privilege than, uh, which is much easier than to deny their privilege and admit that there's all these other problems that are going on with the country that stem from people who look like them. Mm. And so there's like, when you, when you get to roll with Trump, it's like, I get to lose all accountability. I don't have to um, pay attention to whatever the, anybody else is saying, because he's talking about me. And as long as he's talking about me, he's making me feel special. I'm better than everybody else. Because I do think he tapped into that feeling of, and, and it could be Trump too, but that, that feeling that white men just aren't getting as ahead in the country as before. And that white men feel like, you know, more people are coming in, more people are succeeding, and white men are looking around like, yo, what's going on? Well, yeah, and like to your point, D, whether it's him or whether it's his advisors or something, like he he's intelligent enough to recognize that that is his base and that he can use that, like, like if anything, Donald Trump is smart in that sense and being able to recognize if I, you know, pat these supporters on the back, I'm going to have a base. I'm always going to have some support. If I kind of coddle this group of people, no matter what I do, certain people are always going to back me. And, and I think that's what, that made him, that's what made him the most dangerous, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because he's not a politician, which also made the most dangerous is he's like, these people don't don't like me. I don't need them. They're already not going to like me. <laughs> It's kind of like the it's, um what Floyd Mayweather said is like everybody buys a ticket, whether they hate me or not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm still gonna make money. The more people that hate me, great. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I don't even have to try to cater to this audience, which is what most politicians do. They gotta be bipartisan and they gotta reach across the aisle, mm-hmm. you know. They gotta get the other side to agree with them. Mm-hmm. But Trump is like, you know what? They already don't like me. They're <clears throat> never gonna like me. And this is and I put some of the onus accountability on the way. I will put some accountability on the way that he originally was getting reported by liberal media. Like there's just no attempt to bring it to the other side either. So it's easy for him to make those, it's easy for him to make those accusations and say that the media is biased and whatnot, because sometimes I like to be completely honest, sometimes I can see how someone would see that. The media, the well, the media, media. is biased. I mean, yeah. he's not wrong in that. Yeah. Uh, and so, and so then he just riles up his own base and, it, and he can say the most wild and, and racist shit to that base mm-hmm. and because it's like, all right, they're eating that shit up and I don't got to worry about this because I'm already screwed over. The dude, the dude got through sexual, like how many sexual assault cases in the Me Too 27, yeah. 28. Yeah. Like he, he's Teflon Don, bro. Like he, he bounced, that bounced off of when everybody was getting taken down. For, he's like Nikki Bonds, Mr. Untouchable, man. Mm-hmm. So it's it's absurd, man. It's people just willingly and blatantly ignore the evil shit that this guy does because he makes them feel special. He knew. I, to, go ahead, Luke. I was gonna say. I mean, when he first started running, when he had first said it, um, this I said in the late night. I want to say it was like the mid to um, uh, early nineties when he had said he was gonna run as a Republican, and you could see how his ideals matched up with the radicalists of that party because like for example he could never run as a democrat because his he always has to cater to the rich whites because that's what he his demographic is to begin with um 
and that's like his platform that he had ran on. And he knew that if he gets these, 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 um, you know, racist, um, red states and stuff like that, if he can feed into that, because that's what his base is. He knew he's never gonna, he's never gonna get Massachusetts. educated America. He's never gonna appease the educated parts of the country. He's never gonna appease California. He's never gonna appease New York. He's never gonna appease, and he's from New York too. He's never gonna appease Massachusetts. The more educated states, he's never gonna appease. But he can always go after, you know, these radicalist places, Indiana, where the KKK was um, first started, you know. North Carolina, South Carolina, you know, pretty much it's crazy that, you know, we took back Georgia, but for as much of an area as, you know, Biden had won in Georgia, those masses of the area that's outside of, you know, the Atlantas and all the, um, you know, urban um, cities of um, Georgia, he had ran through all those places just because he ran on a hate, on a hate um, platform. And you can kind of see that, you know, he knew exactly what he was doing when he first started running for um, president and how he's kind of just fed these people, you know, made them feel like, you know, my vote, my, my, um, my hate does matter now, pretty much. Um, just to pivot, uh, how did y'all feel just watching all the white people just get led into the Capitol? Yo, I saw that shit on um, CNN and I kind of came into the room after uh, doing a group. And I was like, yo, this shit, this shit ain't happening. And I thought it was funny, to be honest with you, because I I say that sarcastically because, you know, I was paying attention to my social media and I was like, I want people who had everything to say about the Black Lives Matter protests, who had everything negative to say about that, keep that same energy with the shit that's going on right now. Not even no, Black Lives Matter protests with Colin Kaepernick taking the news. Exactly. But it's just like, yo, those people were silent. And and seeing these people moving freely throughout the Capitol building and seeing some of the, you know, the, the aftermath, like videos and photos of police officers helping some of the terror. I'm calling them terrorists. And, and that's and the, language, the language of the media too, right? They, they call them protesters, you know, on certain channels. They were protesters. They weren't thugs. They weren't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, the power of the media. Like, they control the narrative and, like, people feed into that shit. And that's why I was pissed off. Because I'm like, yo, this is domestic terrorism at its finest. Like, how the yeah, fuck do you, want... how do you take over a federal building? And that hasn't happened since, what, like, 1820 or something like that? I just, not DC... just take over a federal building, but take over a federal building while officials are there doing official, electing the next president. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, what I couldn't help like think about was just the fact that a majority of these people had the conscious idea that I can storm the Capitol building and I will be safe. I can storm this place and it's not a danger to my life, which is mm. very different for a large part of America. We all know there are people, people of color, that if they tried to do that, it would have ended very differently. And you saw that in a lot of different reports. And I truly, I truly believe that if it was any other population, it would have ended very differently. Oh, so absolutely. for me, the fact that these people had felt comfortable doing that, felt comfortable pushing past security guards, people with guns, police officers, um, National Guard, they felt comfortable doing that. That to me says everything that I need to know right there about where we are. There are people that see what's going on in the news, see people 
dealing with police interactions and know that because of the way they look, they will be safe in certain situations, that they can storm yeah. the Capitol building, break into a Capitol building and still feel like I'm not going to be shot. I'm not going to be abused. I'm not going to be whatever. And like that, that was like the point for me is that you have people that are picking up the podium inside the um Sense inside the Capitol floor. building. They're taking pictures, they're smiling, they're waving, they got their they own kicked phone. up on desks. They're Dude, sitting on Nancy Pelosi's desk. They desk. they stole her laptop, they stole yep. her mail. Like these people have no care in the world. And they're posting on social media afterwards, right. which right. tells you they still don't think they're gonna face the consequences after they just prove that they broke the law. Like it's so many levels of just I'm better than you or this country protects me more than it protects other people. So I don't have to worry about the consequences of my decision. Like it, that and shit then, just blew my mind. And, and the FBI is looking for leads now. Like, yo, if you guys have any, and if have any information of who was in uh, Capitol Hill, like reach out to us. Like you guys had them all in one space. And it's Twitter, it's chose, Facebook, it's everywhere. <laughs> you guys chose not to I do anything. Like, <laughs> I was like, can we, can we like just rewind to summer of last year and we see people getting arrested, sitting down in gardens, you know, just silent protests. We've got people getting arrested for that, but we've got people rushing through Capitol buildings and, and, and breaking into, breaking into all kinds of facilities throughout the climbing up, you know, towers and shit like that. And they're not, you know, they're not treated the same exact way. Like for you example, got, like you got Kyle and what's his name? Kyle Rittenhouse, right? You got that yeah. dude shooting up a, a protest and he walks He's away. Safe. Yeah. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at um Tommy um Lauren. Yeah. And she had tweeted Tommy during Lauren, this. famously yes. right journalist. Yes. So she tweets funny to see liberals suddenly so against protesting. Weird. But then somebody posted it and I reposted it too. She had this to say, May 28th, 2020. How does looting, rioting, and destroying your own communities bring justice for anyone? But she doesn't see, she doesn't see the- No, now Tommy Lauren is one who I think she's perfectly aware, conscious of what she does. She sold her soul to the devil. And she she definitely riles up a base purposefully. I don't believe she believes that. I think she's had black boyfriends too, and people have exposed her for it online. Yeah, she's like an episode of the Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> I I full a hundred percent believe she loves black dick. So <laughs> like not even not even close. She'd be worrying about us too much to be to be to not be wanting some. You know, we all got that radar for our, uh actually never mind, let me stop talking. You guys are happily engaged. Um anyways. Uh, nah, man, that shit is shit is nuts, man. I watched that shit. I was like, yo, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This shit really happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like, similar to Rashawn, it was just like, I'm laughing, but it's just like, yo, what the fuck is really going on out here, yo? <laughs> Bro, it's like... What is, what is really going on out like, here, Like, that's yo? the only way to cope with something that's so crazy. Like, is you yeah. have to laugh about it. Otherwise, like, you're, you just, like, you can't comprehend it because, like... The logic doesn't make sense. It doesn't like, make sense dude, how that happens. Dudes was getting shot for for carrying some Arizona and Skittles. Yo, like yo, I've been it, in crazy. You. I've been thank in crazier riots at UMass Amherst after the Patriots one, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and they come down with yo. the Clydesdales, the riot gear, the rubber bullets, 
is smoke grenades. I've seen cops fuck a kid up on a Sunday afternoon just for having beer in his backpack. And you telling me these dudes can run up on a Capitol with officials in there and just start taking selfies with the cops, bro. But D, like you brought up an interesting point. It's not that the police don't know how to de-escalate situations. They just choose to escalate it with specific groups of people. This was almost like they had a specific order, don't shoot. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. They were so disorganized. I would be, I would not be surprised if Trump purposefully or somebody in Trump's camp or someone higher up was just like, yo, let it be. Just keep the peace. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely, well, no, see- absolutely don't fire nothing. Like, right. But seeing this displayed across the world, like you got uh, like a group of people who are mad at their government storming to the U.S. Capitol and then infiltrate the building. You see this and you're like, all right, the U.S. is supposed to have the best military in the world. But yet (laughs) a group of white (laughs) folks just get up in there because they're mad. With no guns. (laughs) They were armed. They were armed. That's the crazy thing. They were armed. Were there some that were armed? Yes. Were, I didn't. I didn't know that. Really? I didn't know about the arms. Yes. Because all I see is people just walking in with cameras and shit like that. There's like some people who are armed, man. <laughs> with like what assault rifles or pistols, concealed weapons, kind of. Thing? And some people have paintball guns, and some people have actual weapons. Oh, yeah, paintball guns? Oh, yeah, you definitely got shot if you were... But, yo, shame on, shame on Homeland Security. Like, how do you not gather that, in, that intelligence, like, a few days before? Oh, was, so that shit... So that there shit was, there that's was why evidence. they let that shit evidence. happen, bro. Yeah, there was certainly evidence. My brother was telling me, there's, like, a TikTok post going around that was saying, like, January 6th is going down. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, That shit's scary. And that was that was several months ago. That was like yeah, they said January 6th. On top of that, yo, Kareem, when you talk about these dudes and the the privilege of not thinking they get in trouble, they also think they can't die either, apparently, because no one was (laughs) dropping That's what I'm saying. So they was just infesting the place with COVID on top of... So if I'm about to commit a crime, allegedly, I'm about to run up in there, no mask, no nothing. You can just see my face. Bro. (laughs) And we can't find you, people? That's what I'm saying, bro. On top of it being a pandemic, you don't think maybe I should wear a mask when I'm committing this crime? There's a complete disregard for just, like, there for any type of intelligence or thoughtfulness in doing this. Like, when I saw the playback of Trump's speech the, the morning of... And I was like, yo, this this is some Hitler type shit, bro. <laughs> like he's he's saying everything without saying it. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, crazy. It's war, bro. It's war. I've been yo. Tell- <laughs> it's war. Yo, my dad would hate to hear me say this, but I want to get my strap, bro. I need to get my license to carry. Like 50 said, get the strap. Like, bro, this is crazy. If, if <laughs> I fully believe if Trump said, yo, go shoot some motherfuckers, they would go shoot some motherfuckers. Bro, he doesn't, but that's the thing, D, is he doesn't even need to say that. He can right. say if things around that. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Go take people over there. Exactly. Yo, people are, get the message. People, people understand what he's trying to get <laughs> yeah. to. And then and then people take into their own hands what they think he's saying, what they want him to say. Like, the, the issue is not whether he's, like, because, like, we all know he got banned from a lot of social media, right? And Like everything. <laughs> like basically, basically everything. And people are arguing, like, well, you know, free speech. And did he actually say to do this or do that? That's not the issue. The issue is that when the president of the United States is encouraging people- Inciting riots. Exactly. Inciting things and just saying, 
like when he says something like go to the capitol building and do this do that <laughs> Yo. like you can take that for what it is but mm-hmm. you have to understand the power of the president people are gonna people aren't gonna take that for what it is people are gonna know. take that for what they want it to be people are gonna take that for what they think trump means people are gonna take that for what they think is best for the country like right. that's what he's not understanding is that he thinks he says something and it's like oh well this is what i meant so it's okay but no, like everybody has their own interpretation of what somebody is saying. And that's what is, makes it dangerous is that he yeah. has his bland blanket, blanket statements that yeah. can be interpreted in any possible way, either side. Like that's what is so infuriating that's about it. That's just wild. Didn't, and to go Twitter, back to what, oh, go ahead, Rashad. No, I was just going to say, I said, didn't Twitter uh, shut down his uh, account or something like that? Twitter indefinitely suspended him. Well, no, no, he's he's indefinitely suspended now. Facebook and Instagram oh. blocked him too. Good shit. Yeah. About he's time. Spotify. Like, no he's blocked on Spotify too. <laughs> Spotify said you can't play our music. That's so disrespectful. Bro. Yo, my brother <laughs> said, was he about to drop a diss track or something tonight? Yeah, that's <laughs> about to be the only way he could talk to his fans. That's why. Yo, but not nah, real talk though. I want my fucking apology, yo. Too many people know. out here who I've been arguing about this motherfucker Trump, telling them exactly what will fucking happen. Yo. And motherfuckers walk by me like nothing happened today. Oh, you know what I'm I saying? See what, I, I need my apology. Okay, I need my apology. Yo, you need me to roll up there? <laughs> I need my apology. The apology should be as loud as the disrespect, right, D? Exactly. Mm-hmm. D, is the door locked? Who's willing to get choked out over a motherfucker, for example? Ooh. Talk about it. D, is the door locked? me in the eye and say, yo. Nigga, you was not nigga, but yo, yeah, pretty much, brother, young pretty king, yeah, young king, young D. Nubian prince. D, you were right. D, I'll be gonna bleach my skin and put on my MAGA hat. I'll be there, scale in the <laughs> wall. <full> Teddy Perkins. <laughs> Bro, I think that D, you bring up a good point. That might be something that will be personally that will take me a while to get over. Is that a lot of people saw this coming and most people are probably not going to get apologies. You know, the media is not going to apologize for all the promotion of Trump, the, the senators and Republicans and all this stuff. They're not going to apologize for it. And personally, that's going to bother me because a lot of us saw this shit coming. A lot of us saw where Trump was heading and we're not going to get apologies. He's not going to be like, I'm sorry, I mishandled this. I mishandled that. Like, no, it, it blows my mind how prideful people can be mm-hmm. in not wanting to admit that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, just think about how scary it's going to be like when Biden comes into office because you still got those people who are going to rock with Trump regardless. It's not over. Yeah. I'm not having my inauguration there. Yeah, that's just over Zoom, bro. I'll just let this place get stormed. <laughs> Yo, for real. By a bunch of John yeah. Deere fanatics. <laughs> yeah. Yo, like, imagine if a tactical person actually tried to storm this stuff. Yo, that's true. So I remember the one time we visited the White House and I'm like, damn, we went through all these fucking security checkpoints and these motherfuckers just walked past yeah. a bunch of barricades, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, bad. Scaling walls and shit. Right. Falling off walls. Yo, the other thing too that's getting underreported is the deaths. The say, did they say the say her name or something like that? Or say their name? Yeah. Did they try to use Yo. that? Did they try can to we, use that? Can, can we talk about how funny social media was during this period? You gotta yeah, love black Twitter. Black Twitter, Twitter. Yo, <laughs> Yo, Twitter especially when that girl posted the um the one to say her name post. 
Yeah, that shit was crazy. Everybody's replied to it. They had to take the they had to take the tweet down. What was like it? It was the girl that got shot and killed? Yeah. So some 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 um radicalist was like, Oh, um, you know, say her name, she was killed in police brutality. And then everybody was just like posting videos like smoking, like saying they're smoking on her tonight. <laughs> smoking her ashes. <laughs> It was like a meme. Um, it was like, like Tommy like smoked Kane, like Tommy smoked Kane's ashes randomly at the top <laughs> of the power. <laughs> it was. I saw one. It was like a video. It was like a clip of um Quavo. I think he was on a Breakfast Club, and it was like say her name, and then he was like, "Fuck He's that like, bitch." Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Now the best is no looking... auto dirt, bro. No auto dirt is the best yo. one, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he would be safe. still be alive. He wasn't gassing him up. <laughs> he still be alive. Nah, no bull gassing up. <laughs> I was. I'm been looking for the Gucci um, meme. I mean, I gift so I could have re- uh, responded to it. Like put her ass in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like made that gift just yet. It's wild. Then I saw something which I really, really had to think about. I really had to think about this. And I don't unfortunately, I don't I'm just so removed that I don't know what my take is. I mean, I know what my take should be. I know what my take should be. But it's like, I'm just so angry. It's hard for me to agree with it, to be completely honest. But um, I saw, I think it was Charlemagne, the guy posted like we don't want you to shoot them like you shoot us. We want you to treat us like you treat them. Treat them, yeah. Which is like, yeah, that's true, of course. In the long run, that's true. But right now, shoot the motherfuckers. Like, yo, right now, <laughs> arrest somebody. Like, yo, there should be, there needs to be a little. Not, I'm not saying you need to kill them, mother. I'm, I'm being very extreme, but I do want to see. There needs to be. I don't want them just to let. I don't want them to just treat. Uh, there needs to be some level of accountability. Because what we saw, there's no, there's no display of accountability. Or hold were people or, or arrested? Trying like, to control people. I was, don't know. Was, was anybody arrested? Like we're not getting any details on. Yeah, I don't know anything. That shit looks like it was like the fair or some shit. Like so, I, obviously, I'm not saying go, go like a open, white open frat party to the to the crowd <laughs> exactly. of all the of all the crackers. I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying like, yo, just arrest some people, yo. Like they're right there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I think homecoming at UMass Amherst was like a bar like, stool like, ah, whatever. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like the way it was handled it, um, on one side, it almost like helps to show just how different people are treated. But on the other side, people can still say, you know, like, oh, this could have happened. Oh, this should have happened. You know, like you never know if these people were black, they still would have been allowed to get in. Like the cops weren't going to hurt anybody or shoot anybody. Mm. Like, they can still say that because it, it didn't happen you know right and like yeah i i can see it from both sides where like there's people that would be like yeah i want to see what's happened to people of color happen to these people yeah. and you can know that's wrong but like it would prove a point that like there is something wrong in america right but then on the same side you don't want people to get hurt you don't want people to die right. but it like it, it's a frustrating like dilemma of like how do you show people that like depending on how you look you will be treated differently whether it's biased or unbiased, conscious or unconscious, like it, it's going to happen and it's been happening. I mean, people now, got a lot of shit to say when people are looting, you know, businesses and CVS and Walmarts, but you know, motherfuckers looting the goddamn 
Capital. U.S. Capital. Like, they got nothing. They got nothing to say. Yo, they feeling podiums and shit. What? That's what's made to me too. Weren't these the same group of people that were complaining about historical monuments and like not taking them down, and then they yes. run up on one of the yes. biggest historical monuments and desecrate it? <laughs> Fucking carrying a podium and just taking pictures, the taking pictures with the like, statues and stuff, hopping on. Hopping on statues and taking pictures with them and hopping hey, on desks. And... This, this is the same group of people who control the narrative. They appropriate everything. We we, we know. Come on now. Yeah, they contradicted. They contradicted These are people that have logical too. fallacies in what they think. Their mm-hmm. beliefs and their logic does not align. It doesn't make sense. It, yeah. It's yeah. not something that you can start here and then get to this point it's like you start here and you're up here and you go over here and you're back here and then you end up over here somehow it doesn't make sense because even at the end of the day like regardless trump is still not looking out for these people no and his policies do these niggas have jobs is this where my tax like this is where my tax money's going to (laughs) you get on a bus you get on a bus and go down to dc and you know these motherfuckers are coming from the south and they stay in these little Holiday Inns and shit. And then they're like, yo, yo, we- yo you got to stop shading Holiday Inn, yo. Holiday Inn has caught too many straight bullets this weekend. Holiday Inn and Olive Garden have caught too many yeah. straight bullets. Yo, keep yo, my fault. They staying at these hotels and these Motel 6s and shit. And you know what I'm saying? And they roll up to the they roll up to hotel shaming like he Drake, bro. My man. <laughs> Like he ain't saying the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> like, like Shiz ain't never seen the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Yo, we was there, what? We've been going there three years, huh? <laughs> yeah, Shiz look exclusively for the Holiday Inn package, yo. Hell yeah. <laughs> the continental yeah. breakfast? Yo, that shit hit. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm saying they fucking my shit up. I'm like, damn, that's my place. Don't be fucking, yo, don't associate with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happened when the whites took Cracker Barrel away from me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how I felt. Huh? Cracker Barrel? I used to, and then it got overran by the whites. That shit was always overrun by the whites. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe where I was, I felt a little too comfortable then. You know, I grew up. Oh, in I thought you were talking about like Golden Corral, because that shit was. Nah, Golden Corral is trying to. That that is like crack in the eighties, bro. <laughs> They're trying to take our community down with Golden Corral, bro. Golden, Golden Corral is scary. Yo, nasty, <laughs> I go bro. in there and it looks like the scene out of Wally, bro. In the future, <laughs> all the fucking people floating no around and shit. <laughs> no bullshit. Hey, you days. We have been to every buffet you can possibly go to. Yo, no bullshit. Buffets are some scary eat. places, bro. Honestly, like. now that you think about it, like nasty ass places, bro. Those shits is nasty, scary dog. Places, bro. Yo, yeah, I couldn't even eat. Sometimes I have to face, I have to face the wall because I don't want to look at nobody else eating. Bro. Yo, the butcher, the dude who was working the meat station, he was in the bathroom with my pops, and he was using the stall and came out and just went right back to work. But that was like, yo. Yo, we're gone. We're getting out. Yo, he said, "Yo, we, he's. I'm never. I'm never eating here again." I'm like, "Bro, nah, that shit is nasty." You, when you see the uh, buffets are the nastiest places in the world. Now that I think about, I'm never eating are, at buffet again. They come and it's like, "Hey, Francine." It's like, "Oh, hey, Joyce, you back again?" <laughs> oh, you know, lunch special. Like they go there constantly, bro. It's like, why yeah. do you go to a buffet? Yeah, it's the go, older go population. Yeah, it's easy. It's made for them. It's simple. 
What tripped me up though is you know the white folks down south they be uh like reserving tables and shit at McDonald's, nigga. I never seen that shit. Before. Wait, 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 wait. You said what? <laughs> at McDonald's, bro. You don't just walk in and sit down. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. It's the craziest thing, bro. It's like you know they definitely saying nigga with the the hard er at the end, bro. <laughs> You might as well make it a McDonald's diner. <laughs> you walking by here. Y'all get y'all food in the back. <laughs> Damn. How do we get on this again? Oh, it was my holiday in com- uh, comment. Yeah, my yeah. Speaking of finances, I, I got my stimmy yesterday. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Hey. It was a little late, but I needed it. Do, you didn't have to do your taxes to get it? No. Nah. Mine came in on your, Monday. Do you had it on Monday? I got mine. I haven't, got, I got, mine on I haven't Monday. got mine yet. Why did I just get mine Saturday, yo? What bank you got? Uh, no, Actually, bro. don't say that. Yeah, I'm not saying my shit on here. <laughs> yo, what's your routing number? Let me check. I'll, I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, mine's yeah, a I dumb line. I certainly have not got mine. Yeah, because they have it. They have your tax information from the last stimulus, so it's supposed yeah. to just go directly into your shit. That's what I thought, bro. But but I did it hear, was like, six hundred dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, but there was, a, there was a mix-up, like, oh. though. Some of the tax companies, there was a mix-up in sending the funds to certain banks, so some yeah, got delayed. Yeah, there was a mix-up, yeah. <laughs> that's, I okay. guarantee that's probably me. My, yeah, mine was delayed. I, I got an email, mine was delayed, so. You got an email? Like, Yo, I got an email. alert. I was like, I don't oh, be checking shit. them shits. I check my emails. Email? I know it's terrible, right? Bro, you you're an adult, bro. You're 27 years old. Check your damn email. You're 27. Hey man, I actually yeah. I, I learned out I missed out on a little something because I didn't check my email. Yo, it was actually really? pretty, pretty annoying. Yeah, <laughs> someone was trying to make a connection. I didn't see it till too late. Damn. I hit it back like, yo, I'm so sorry I missed this. Like I can't believe it. <laughs> I was really busy that day. Like yo, I'll make up any time though. Like whenever you need to talk, I'm available. Matter of fact, what? here's my personal number. Hit me up. <laughs> like we'll we'll get through this. We'll talk about this. You you sound like you're making more than a connection. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to do, but I messed up because I missed the email. Like like Kareem said, I gotta check my email. Why are they sending emails? Because it was like a profession. It was like a work thing. Like we met through work, mm-hmm. but it was like a follow up. Like hey, you know if you need, if you ever need help, here's my email. Hit me you. up. You don't just we get wanna, personal numbers. <laughs> You want to get into Dr. Dre real quick story. for a few? Yeah, yeah. We can get or should you got to leave? We got to leave right now. Think... Yeah, his old ball and chain is calling. No, no, no. You good. I'm just getting, I'm getting some more coffee. Yeah, hey, yeah. Shut up. Right. Go. You, shut up, nigga. Go. Go, go get coffee, bitch. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. So, Dr. Dre, um, over the weekend, um, I, I want to say almost directly into 2021, First couple of hours, major news story. Dr. Dre had a brain aneurysm and was rushed to the hospital early in the morning. And um, we weren't really sure what the status of, of uh, his health was for a little while. Um, but then luckily we start seeing, or I started seeing uh, messages from other celebrities that like LL Cool J being like, Dr. Dre is in good health. That was, I was really thankful for that. But it also came out that while he was in his hospital, his, there was an attempted burglary at his house um and they arrested four people but just on two to the two points is want to make is like man you can't even have a brain aneurysm in peace anymore like you can't trust nobody people gonna run up on your house like that anyways that's that's wild um and two if we lost dr dre that would have been oh, no. devastating for, 
devastated. We had just, yeah. we had just 20, we lost Kobe beginning of the year. 2021, we lose Dr. Dre. That would be that's a bad yeah. omen. Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah. And yo, um, he's going through uh, some divorce stuff yeah, too, Dre, right? Yeah, yeah. His, his wife wants like my 260 thinks, million or something. My mom thinks his wife set that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, trying to get him out of here. What'd you say? Trying to say? get him out of here, Mook. Yeah. She's like, she's trying to get that money. She's going back for it. Uh-huh. After she lost that case, she's yeah. going back after that money. Oh, because he because he gave her a two million, right? And like a settlement. Yeah, but she was asking, what was she asking for originally? Two hundred sixty. She was asking million, something. I think. I think she was asking for like two million a month, yeah. bro. Like something, something crazy. Ridiculous that she was looking for. Can y'all, you explain, like, can y'all explain that to me? Why? Why does that? I don't happen? understand. I don't understand that, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I see that all the time, like with celebrity, you know, artists or athletes. The the women will ask for, you know, fifty thousand a month hey, for, hey. you know, childcare, um, housing, telephone, cable, um, personal expenses, travel. Like I don't get why that is required to be. I paid. think, especially I if think they it's don't just have like their kids are grown. Yeah, the kid's over yeah. 18. It's like, there's no schooling for this kid. I, like, yeah. I don't need to take care of... If you're going to divorce me, I don't need to take care of you in that sense. Like, I will help you out, but I don't need yeah. to take care of you like that. Especially like, if she she, so, she was not a partner in the... Uh, and in, keep it a being... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And keep yeah. it a being, like, Dr. Dre, like, if it was like... If his son was, like, in college, right? Dr. Jake's like, I'll just write a check to the school. Like, I don't need to send this <laughs> yeah. money to you. I need to give you the money so you can write a check. I'll write the check. <laughs> yo, but some of these people, though, it's just like, yo, my quality of quality, quality of life is going to change once this dude leaves me. So well, I need to factor duh. in X, Y. No, but I'm just saying, but, like, people do that shit, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, Jeff Bezos, um, his wife, did she just become a... She a, became, like, the top five richest woman in the world. He yeah. already made it back, yeah. though. He already made it yeah. back. Yeah, he, he did, did. But still, did. the fact that she can jump like that but because she, of a divorce. But so. I mean, I guess, I guess, but I guess she had a lot of, she had a lot of part in Amazon too. She so did. Like she helped. Yeah. Him. Oh, okay. She had. She helped him in it, and she yeah. she's giving up. She's trying to. She's donating a lot of the money anyway. So like. Yeah. Yeah. So know, that's back to Ring's point. How you come up with a figure of like, hmm, I want two million. Two million a month, a month and five million dollars <laughs> in lawyer fees. Five million dollars in lawyer fees. So I'm supposed this to pay is, you for suing me. This is the issue. Me and Marissa had this conversation a couple of months ago where yeah. women, are, oh. well, women are naturally protected in like in stuff like this. Like when there's a, a divorce and you're, you're uh, you know, going through like custody for a child or like you said, the Aprina or just getting a divorce, women are naturally protected for some reason. And it's like the stigma that women can't take care of themselves, that they need to still be taken care of after divorce happens. And we've talked, we like had this conversation about it and just how like, it's such a flawed system because men just get shit on when it comes to courts. Like they just constantly get shit on. They get no no benefit of the doubt of anything. It's always like the men's got to pay out. The men's got to do this. The men's got to do that and take care of a woman who is most of the time capable. I shouldn't say most of the time. Sometimes capable of taking care of themselves. You know. Well, certainly capable of taking care of themselves with less than two million dollars a month. Mm. It definitely shrink that number i'm sure <laughs> right yeah. yeah i mean she lost the case though she lost the case she didn't get it and that's right? why she's, she's upset yeah she, she is going back because he settled for two million but that yeah she's snitching she's snitching on him she's showing she's like yeah. he made this much off of beats he has this much from this he's got that much from that he spent this much here spent that much there 
Like she's counting as she's really popular. But Dre's money's, but okay, Dre, okay. So what does that have to do with you? <laughs> yeah, but you know, Dre, Dre's money's so long, bro, that he could just draw out this whole thing and then she just racks up lawyer fees. And then it's just like by the time they come to a settlement, she won't walk away with anything because once again, he just racked up her lawyer's fees. He's ultimately paying her lawyers off. She doesn't get anything. Yeah, yeah but it's a crazy case. Back to Dre. Back, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the other part of that, the fact that there was news that he was in the hospital for an aneurysm and within what, like 48 hours, his house was robbed or it was her. Robbed. <laughs> yeah. she, I said she that. Set that up, bro. <laughs> well, the world is a fucked up place, yo. Yeah, this shit is fucked. People, and you know them dudes are like, oh, it's our opportunity for the come up. You know, this is this is our chance right here. Like, and that's the crazy shit. Which is like, stupid. Why would you walk into a billionaire's house? Like, expecting he's not going to have like, security. Right. <laughs> Or fucking surveillance cameras everywhere. And you yeah. think Dr. Zedge is going to walk around with like crazy amounts of money just sitting in his house anyway? <laughs> like I guarantee he probably has got like six houses and the one that he was staying is probably has like the least amount of shit in it. <laughs> they probably broke into like his like his weekend house or some shit. <laughs> he probably got that that's, shit in storage somewhere, bro. That's just sad, bro. Uh, that's sad. Shit's crazy. We'll see. Yeah. Dr. should buy Suge to protect his house. So Mook, you... you 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 Dark said something stuff. about signing a prenup, right? When you get married, can you say that? I ain't got no money. What's she gonna get? <laughs> <laughs> she gonna get the kicks, nigga. That's it. Yeah, all right. Be careful. Them shits is gone, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yo, we see Mook in an empty ass room, bro, with some Crocs on. Like, damn, those are the only things you get. <laughs> Yo, but um, Doc, just to go back to Dre, like I did want to briefly touch on, like he has had his uh issues with um, putting his hands on women in the past. Yeah, this wife, I don't think he put his hands on this one wife. I'm not sure, but Dre, Dre himself that he addresses it in um the Defiant Ones documentary on HBO. He says, "Yo, any man who touches a woman is a fucking idiot," and I was wilding out, and I'm a fucking idiot. Um, I've made my apologies and I and I'm I've paid my dues and stuff like that. So that was his version of trying to take accountability of it for it. I mean, do with that what you will. Um, you know, he had that incident with the reporter um, back back in the day, back in the NWA days, um, where he like tried to beat her up and throw her down some stairs, I think. And then they uh, they omitted that from the NWA movie, um, but Easy E was quoted in that saying like. Yo, the female dog uh, had it coming, uh, but Dre went and uh, apologized for that as well too. So he's he's made his rounds of apologies, um, in 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 an attempt to own up to that. But regardless of that, I don't really want to talk about the negative stuff about Dre. I just wanted to highlight like yo how important this man has been to hip hop, and um, how he he is like the grandfather of. I, I, I get I, like he's he, he's one of the forefathers. So he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of hip hop. Easily, um, yeah, definitely producer wise, but just hip, just in terms of figures, so hip hop figures, he's had a artist in every decade. Like he's uh, not just an artist; he's had a major artist from a different region in every de- in, in, in every decade almost. Like it's crazy to go from N.W.A. then to Snoop and then Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. And then 50 Cent, uh, the game, 
um, even working with Kendrick Lamar um, and Anderson Pack. Like the dude is Dre's obviously prolific. Um, not to mention, you know, he's worked closely with Jay Z um, in later years, and just everything that Dr. Dre has done um, blazed the way um, in terms of business. Uh, we hadn't seen businessman like him. Hadn't seen a billion dollar deal, billion dollar deal, get done in hip hop like he did with Beats um, yeah. and headphones. And just the doors that he's opened, um, and the way that he's reshaped, uh, and and broken down the barriers for what it means to be a hip hop artist or a hip hop um, mogul. Is he? Um, just, is he? Uh, I was gonna say, is he? Is he one of the most successful black? Um, businessman in, in terms of uh, the music world, you think? I think so. Um, especially yeah. when you consider he gave up this early uh, masters to Shug mm. um, when he was just yeah, like, he, he just no wanted to get out of that all. deal. Yeah. Right. So he was just like, yo, you could just have the chronic and all that. Just mm. take that. And I'm going to yeah. go make some more fresh, some more fly shit. Yeah, I yeah. mean, his, his career of business is, obviously the music is crazy, but his business is, I think, what's really impressive. You, you think he's like the, the modern day Quincy Jones? Yeah, and, and, and it's really interesting to hear Quincy talk about Dr. Dre too. Um, Quincy talks about Dre with a complete adoration. Like that's a little brother of his. And uh, just the respect you hear Quincy talk about Dre is like, all right, this dude is, you know, you only hear greats talk about greats like that. And that's how I know that that person's a great person. Yeah. But yeah, Definitely Dr. Dre. Good. I was bumping Dre all day, all weekend, just celebrating. Just don't bump the chronic because Shug's getting paid off of it still. I had to bump Dre. I, I had to bump Dre day. Is, <laughs> I is think he, he still I think though? Dre, I think Dre got it back though. I yeah, think that's he, what I was thinking. That's why, his ass that's, is why locked it's up. Apple, that's why it's on Apple Music now. Because before you couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I remember it just came. It recently just came back to it. Um. So again, this is just a brief one, and we can finish. Up. I know we got people got to go, but y'all see that potentially Lil Wayne or, or allegedly Lil Wayne sold Drake and Nicki's masters for a hundred million. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> he sold it to like a music group or something like that. Was that the thing? Yeah. That well, we... the the music group has been buying up a yeah, lot but... of people's masters. Um. But to to I think that's grossly undervalued for Drake and Lil Wayne. I mean, Lil Wayne and Nicki's. I mean, Drake and Nicki Minaj's catalog to be sold at a hundred million. I think that's grossly undervalued. Yeah, it, Hell what, yeah! What catalog? I heard he was just trying to get rid of it though. Um, young with money. money. Yeah, everything on Young Money for a hundred million. Yeah, that yeah. shit. He got. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's he a, got, a fucked up business deal. He must be in some serious debt. He's trying to do a, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like he was just trying to do a quick sell. But he definitely could have think, got more for it. Do you think that Trump is going to pardon him? The way Trump's throwing pardons, maybe. Maybe. That's, some know. people think like, that's what? the ultimate plan, is that he's going to get a pardon from Trump. What, you got like two weeks left? He got like yeah. eight days, right? The no, 20th? January 20th. 20th, yeah. Switches over. No, that's like 10 days, bro. That is legitimately 10 days. Okay. Yep. 10 days is plenty of time to pardon another... Hundred mil though, yeah, that's that's undervalued. That shit's crazy, bro. Undervalued. Just, I mean, Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift, but her masters were sold for three hundred million. That's just Taylor Swift. What what would be? What would those Drake albums would be? Well, that actually that has to be Take Care. So that about an album that was a won a Grammy. So yeah, that's definitely way too undervalued. 
He could have got three hundred million from both of them. No, nah, he could have got a half a bill for that shit. Easy. Bro, just could have got five hundred million for both. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm drink, saying. Could have gotten enough. I would have. Like, I yeah, that's true. Let's see. The dream sold his for sixty million, I think. So it's like that dream. Don't, yeah. Does the dream? Does those massive include songs he's written to? Or? Yeah, yeah. Damn. The dream oh, got sold for sixty. I'm sorry. He sold. He, got, he sold seventy five percent of his catalog for twenty three million. I'm sorry. So I bet that you said seventy five percent. That twenty five percent he kept is probably what's going to help to keep him. That's probably like living. all Jay Holiday's music. <laughs> it's the songs that are on replay. <laughs> Half, oh, of I'm put you to bed. <laughs> Half of Beyonce catalog. <laughs> right. Damn. Bro, the music business is crazy, yo. I, yo, it's fucking corrupt, bro. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a singer or anything like that. Do you know which company bought it, D? The music group. Um, which I'm music group? UMC. Is that the name of it? Universal, oh, Universal Music Group. Universal Music Group. Something like that. UMG. Yeah, UMG. Yeah. I thought it was Universal. I thought it makes sense. Jeez, Damn. scary. He got shafted. A hundred mil? If I'm Drake, I'm that lean again. Drake should just go, oh, how much do you think he's going to sell Drake's music back to him for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we're, like, we're looking at a, a billion. A billion dollars. <laughs> But this this might be a stupid question, but Drake owns all of his new shit now, right? Yeah. Like all the shit uh, he put out. I don't know. So if I was I saying like if, if if Drake was to sell all of his shit, how much do you think that would go for? He like that's the conversation right now is that if Drake goes independent, he changes the music business and and then he solely um makes the music label obsolete. If Drake was to sell all of his stuff, that number is in it's just like a, it's an unknown number. It's That's like, a blank check, no right? It's a blank check. <laughs> it's a blank check. Like, yo, it's just... literally, it's what the music industry is worth whenever he decides if, to sell it. If yo. I'm Drake, my starting number is we're looking at like, I'm thinking like, how much is Bezos worth? Because that's what my starting number is. <laughs> yeah. You said how much your like net I'm, worth I'm is? Going, Bezos. Whatever, whatever oh. Bezos net worth is, that's yeah. what I'm asking. So nobody's writing that check. So the only person buying that shit is Amazon. <laughs> yo, yo. The crazy thing is, somebody would write a crazy figure and sign it off for him, though. Yeah, because if you take control of Drake's music, you your company is set for life. <laughs> like Drake's um, there's music another. Will... It seems like there's my bad, Kareem, but it's no, go ahead. Seems, it seems like there's um like something going on with people selling their masters right now. There's another um company called Hypnosis, but with a G. Like H I P G N O S I S. It's a London mm-hmm. company, and they bought L A Reed's full catalog, one hundred percent of his catalog, and they they haven't disclosed the number for how much money that deal is. But I have to imagine that's bro. This is some Illuminati upwards of, shit. Upwards of <laughs> so two companies are just gonna own music forever. That's what's gonna end. That's where. After. That's where it's yeah, going. That's where it's at. headed. Yeah. I mean, that's what business. That's what capitalism. That's what business is. It's like yeah. So they get if told Drake, to break up. If I'm Drake, I'm not selling my shit. I hope he doesn't sell it just so that we don't get to that point to where two or three companies own everything. Like Drake. Well, I, yeah. I'm having Adonis own that shit. Like I'm writing that shit in Adonis's name right now. Yeah. He also has Mark Ranson's catalog, Mark Ronson's catalog, half a Wu Tang clan, the Rizzo's catalog. And he has all Wu. I thought Wu Tang would own that shit. I think he sold it. Because they're getting these numbers, like 
yo, 60 million for, for your catalog. It's like, why why not? I don't think they understand like how big their catalog actually is worth. That's probably what they would make over that amount of time. You just yeah. get it right now. And right. Sure yeah, it's some, probably a little less. It's some of them like... some of them still have um I don't I don't know everybody's deal, but some of them um uh, still have a clause in there that they make a certain amount of off the royalties. Oh, so, so like yeah, royalties, yeah. But yeah. still, like if somebody yo, if somebody offers you like a hundred mil for a catalog, bro, it's like I right, no matter what, you're lowballing me. Like I know my shit's worth more than this. So like I'm pushing the narrative, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's also for I think about it, like if you're the dream or LA Reed or somebody like well, first of all, LA Reed, it's like God yeah. forbid, knock on wood, how much more time you got left on this earth to spend all this money. So like he, he's getting up there. Yeah. So it's like you might as well just sell your shit. But for someone like the dream, it's like, yo, I can I, I'm the dream. I can make more music. That's true. You know? But if you LA wonder. Reed though, right? But like it's just like why not you talk about just like con- like continuing like generational wealth. Why don't you just sign that off to like a a spouse or something. Well, the key I, is the I thing. don't know. I, it, I wonder what, it, if, like, with their contracts, you probably can't do that, which is why they sell it so they can have the money to then give it to their mm. their families. There's probably something in the contract. Otherwise, you're right. That would make more sense that just, like, don't sell it, continue to let it grow and make more money and just yeah. pass it to your family. But there's probably something that doesn't allow them to do that. Otherwise, like, it doesn't really make sense to sell it. Like Taylor Swift, because hers, she doesn't own her masters. Like I said, they sold for $300 million. She's going back and she's re-recording her catalog because that's how you get it around that. Is that so? If she re-records it, then it can she can make money off of it, like a remaster or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> so she's going back and she's redoing all her old. That's music. kind of smart. So that is take smart. the money and then just re- yeah. remake it again. Yeah. I mean, what's Yo, like? Question. Yeah. Go ahead. Move. Yeah, I got a random question. Would you be able to like, hypothetically speaking, say you can like rent your masters? Could somebody possibly try that? I think that's like licensing, right? No, I have no idea. I have no idea. So like, for example, I'm acting like I know the answer to these questions. No, I have no idea. This nigga's so like, a corporate lawyer example. now. <laughs> yeah, I might as well be in power, bro. Yo, you know for saying? real, right? I read the Wikipedia page on, on law, on law, so I figured I could be a, a lawyer. In like, New could York. you imagine? Could you imagine if like Drake was like, "All right, so I'm gonna rent like Apple Music for this year. They can have my music, like play my shit." But like next year, like whoever bids the highest, they'll have my music exclusively there. And I think that's oh, the that problem yeah. if Drake goes independent is is the distribution and like yo who who gets what because if Drake just makes you- his own website and says yo only go to this website to buy my music here and don't go to Apple, don't go to Title, don't go to uh, SoundCloud, don't go to Spotify, that shit will he'd make all his money. Yeah, well, you remember how people, like oh, everybody out. Yeah, remember how frustrated people were when Title like had uh I think it was some of Kanye's all albums Jay-Z. and stuff and Jay Z stuff all Jay-Z and too, you couldn't find it. it anywhere but Title and you yeah. had to get a Title subscription like that. Like I remember that being a huge topic of like you know is this That's right? Really is, should people should people be allowed to do this? And it's just it, yeah, it's crazy. That's a good point though, Mook. I wonder what stops somebody from doing that or how that would actually look if somebody tried. But to that's just. It. That's Could like you all imagine the industry the shit be too. getting every year, like every year on like January first, Dr- like Drake just says like, all right, what is Spotify offer me? What is Title offer me? What's Apple right. offering me? And like they're just sitting there competing, and I would just tell them what they're offering. I'm like, listen, they offer me sixty million. Like if you don't beat that, like, it's like all right, we got a hundred for you. I wouldn't be surprised 100. if Drake starts Nike Records. 
Ooh. Nike Records. Yeah. Mm, that's the prediction, huh? Partnership with somehow, Nike? I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's what if that's what direction it goes. Was he supposed to do an Adidas thing before the whole Adonis thing came out? Yeah. Before Pusha T ruined his life, yeah. Ruined his life. <laughs> he he yeah, ruined with his Nike. life. That's a stretch, D. That's a stretch. Before Pusha T he won that Nike. battle. Yes. Okay, there you go. You can you can say that. Yeah, Pusha T came out as a producer, man. Says six, six, six. <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn, bro. Came for his throat. Is... Sick, sick, sick. How much time do we got? I'm like, sick, damn. Sick, sick. <laughs> I was like, damn. Would you death on my friend that has MS? Would you death on my friend that has MS? Yo. Somebody's going to punch you in your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wild. Oh, yeah. shit. Is she trying to hide? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of smooth, though. <laughs> was she yeah, she too. Yeah. Oh. Nah, she just popped up. She oh, just she opened the door. In. Okay. <laughs> Kareem just see an arm pop up. Yo, sponsored by. And she took the kicks, too, already. Damn. She already marked which one she wants. Just let him, let him move no on the low. She knows like, what's yeah, got the highest resale value. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about like, ah, oh, damn, I got to do something now. <laughs> I got to start burying my shoes in the backyard. <laughs> I want to write this into my will or whatever. <laughs> but shit, man, that's all I have for this week, bro. Nah, man, great pod. All your homies on that drug list. All the family fucked up, split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to good luck with. It's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game ain't fair. I don't make the rules. But if you break free and nobody care, the worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. 